Welcome to the Glory Tellers Podcast. We're your hosts, Emily, Caitlin, and Beth Ann. Here we share stories of people who are doing extraordinary things in the midst of their ordinary lives. All for the glory of God. We are so excited you're here. Let's dive in. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the podcast. Tonight is a special episode for us. We are all sitting in our cars in our garages at home, having a little chat together, and we thought that we would just hit record, and we'd let you all in on our conversation and what we're talking about, what we're thinking about, what our life looks like right now. Um, We just needed a friend. We needed someone to talk to tonight, and so we just are going to work through some things together, and we wanted to invite you along. So I'm Emily, and I'm going to start us off tonight, and I also have Kate and Bethany with me. Hello. Do you want to say hi, ladies? Hi. Hey. (laughs) And we're just going to talk about what life looks like right now. So, Kate, do you want to start us off and let us know, like, what what does your life look like right now with jobs and school and everything? Alrighty. Um, yeah. Um, let's see. So, I have shared before, I'm a part-time um, elementary school interventionist. So, I teach small groups of reading. Um, so it looks like for me that I am checking in with students and teaching, um, what's supposed to be two days a week. Um, but what I have found is it's quickly blurred into basically all week, you know, I'm attached to my phone responding to kiddo work or answering a text from a colleague or, um, trying to figure out a way to reach that parent that we haven't reached so far. Um, so I'm doing that, um, and then my daughter is in second grade, so she is learning at home right now. So. That's been interesting because I realized quickly that um, in our, I guess, venture to try to not have a lot of technology in our house, we were not prepared for this. So, so and mm-hmm. then not having great Wi-Fi. So we're like, you know, sharing the Wi-Fi and turning on hotspots and just uh, that's just so, um, fun and interesting. And then I've got Asher. And um, the big fight is that big sister has to do her work. Little brother doesn't have to do any work. So therefore he, Uh yeah, he gets to have, you know, the fun playing time, quote unquote, while she's having Uh a focus. So there's a lot of like her moving around the house, trying to find the most focused place, me trying to keep him calm, you know, that type of thing. Um, Uh Let's see. So Justin is still quote unquote considered essential. So he um, sells parts to like automotive um, places, the garages, maintenance departments. So praise the Lord. He's actually been able to continue his job. Um, it's not changed a whole lot, but he is able to be flexible. And like this morning, he stayed home a couple extra hours, um, so that I could, you know, get some teaching in, um, online and then he went on to work later. So, so that's kind of our, our situation. Oh man, we're just thrown (laughs) into all of this, like technology world throw them in front of the screen hope for the best keep plugging along (laughs) it's just oh and you know we had just ventured through this like I think I texted you guys a lot through it like a couple weeks of detox with screens with Asher Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. and it had been glorious and it's just crazy how quickly you get thrown back into that so, and now they're like, mom, mm-hmm. excuse me. Yeah. I have a zoom call with yeah, my teacher. Right. I need the, I need the iPad. <laughs> yeah, little four and five-year-olds on zoom calls. <laughs> All right. So Beth Ann, meeting. sorry, Beth Ann, what about you? Um, pretty similar. Um, so my kids are eight in second grade and then our middle is seven in kindergarten. And then we have a preschooler who's four. Um, so 
both the boys, they're the older ones. They've had their work to do. Um, I think we do have it kind of nice because um, the way our school worked it out with waiver days we got from our state, we are only doing school Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday each week. So I'm very grateful for that. Um, but it's definitely been interesting. We had similar experience with the screens. Like they've creeped back in because um, my second grader, you know, he brought home a Chromebook, mm-hmm. which had never been home before. <laughs> second graders don't get to bring them home. I think they start bringing them home in third grade. Mm. But they sent them home on that last day of school, um, kind of in preparation for this. And so there it is. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> and they had to they had to take like some of the um I don't know, controls or whatever off of it to allow things like Zoom. So he can, you know, get on other things. And he's very tech savvy. So whatever he wants to get on, he'll just find a way. Um, So that's been interesting. Mm -hmm. Um, And then we've had similar like struggles as far as my kindergartner's work does not take as long as my second grader. So that's unfair, of course. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Um, And then our preschooler. Um, we have packets of work that we can do with her. I'm going to be really honest and say, basically haven't done it. (laughs) (laughs) We've, you know, played, done colors and counting probably, I mean, for sure more than we usually do. Right. Just because of being busy, you know, so Mm -hmm. that's been good. But, um, the big thing with our four-year-old is she has childhood apraxia of speech and, um, she also had Chiari 1 malformation, so she had a brain surgery. So she's um, had some general developmental delay. So she's in occupational therapy, physical therapy, and speech through her school. Um, and then speech and occupational therapy also private. So we've had all that going online now. Yeah. <laughs> um, but actually, she's only doing speech online, and then we're just doing activities for OT and PT um, but you know, she's four. And so, uh, speech, anything online where she's supposed to like sit in front of a computer is less than ideal. So yeah, that's been interesting and just, you know, making those appointments. So we have speech three times a week via phone or computer. Um, and then my husband is an ER doctor, so he's been kind of on the front line, so to speak, but Thankfully, his ER has actually been pretty slow still, but, you know, the added stress of him going and being exposed um, has been interesting and less than ideal, but, you know, it is what it is. So um, he has a really non-routine schedule, and so he has been home quite a bit, so that's that's nice, but um, he's when he's gone, we don't like it, and you know, we worry a little extra more for him these days, but that's justifiable. Um, Yeah. (laughs) I mean, I'm sure that they are taking all of the proper precautions and stuff, but still in your own brain, knowing that he's on the front lines, I'm sure that's a lot more difficult um, to process knowing that he's literally like intubating COVID patients where (laughs) I'm worried with Scott being a UPS driver, you know, and and being around Mm -hmm. people, but he's not around people that I know have been affected and you do. So I see where that can seep in and that worry would seep in. But I just want to say, I feel like, um, you all 
everything with Phoebe as far as um, your research and your, um, um, what word do I want to say? Commitment to finding her therapies and trying to continue them on a screen. I'm sure that's very difficult, but I feel like you're doing a really good job with that. And uh, you were describing to us the other day about how you were like following her around with the phone so that she could watch her (laughs) um, therapy. And I just think that's, yeah, technology is amazing. I know that's not ideal, but technology is amazing. So I'm glad that she has that ability to be able to do that. Yeah, for sure. Just to continue it. Um, Yeah. It does help that my husband who um, is an ER doctor, it does help that he is an Enneagram nine, as you guys Mm -hmm. know. So he's just real cool as a cucumber about it. Right. That brings me down a little bit as far as the stress goes, brings me a little um, calmness. You know, if he was stressed about it, I'd be really, really stressed. But <laughs> yeah, and for the listeners, I, Emily, am married to a nine as well. And um, being a three, it's really frustrating <laughs> when your husband doesn't stress about things. But 10 years in, I have realized if he's panicking, it's time to panic. Like, Right. Scott Burke is panicking. Hit the alarm. Everyone, it's <laughs> go time. <laughs> yes. I'm just For I'm sure. glad we're not both on that level. Um, <laughs> so um, I obviously just mentioned that he was a UPS driver. So he is essential. Everyone that's ordering everything and getting it shipped to their houses, he's still essential. So he's still been working, which is a huge blessing. I am a photographer part-time, so obviously my work has gotten canceled because it is not essential. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So I've had to move a lot of sessions, um, but for the most part, it hasn't been that bad. We are um, doing e-learning for my son's school. He goes to a pretty rigorous school that meets three days a week, and so he actually is live with a teacher from eight to noon and then gets back on some days at one to do enrichment and like music and art. So he's, he has taken it a little bit harder, I think, because it's not like he can just finish the lessons and move on with this day. He's sitting in front of a screen for like four and five hours at a time. And he's in first grade. Mm -hmm. That would make Mm -hmm. any of us tired, right? (laughs) Exactly. So it's been a really hard adjustment, but he goes to a private school and I think that they felt like they needed to, continue to give them the same education that he was getting in school and it's just frying him and he doesn't want to do it. And he misses his friends and he's, he's gotten emotional a couple of times and come to us. Like, I just miss my friends and I don't like this. And it's so hard to explain to him. And it's like, I let him have his feelings because I don't know what he's feeling. I didn't go through that as a kid. Um, So I just let him have those feelings and explain to him that this will end eventually and he will not have to do this forever. Um, But so that has been kind of difficult. My middle daughter is four. So she goes to a preschool and that has been canceled for the rest of the year. So I was on my own for her and uh, they were making great progress in school, love her preschool and didn't want to just end it. So, um, this I can go into later, but we're going to be homeschooling in the fall. And I went ahead and ordered some homeschool curriculum for her. So her and I have been doing homeschool together for the last two weeks. And it's been going really, really well. Um, 
I, I love the curriculum I picked out and she's really taking to it well and she's excited to learn. I'm letting her lead. So if she's done, we're done. I'm not, I'm not forcing it. Yeah. Um, I mean, she's four. Yeah. So <laughs> that has been good. And then um, Callahan, that is the 16 month old crazy teething baby. Um, she just <laughs> bothers everyone all day. She will. Uh-huh. I did have Carter's little homeschool uh, e-learning thing set up in our dining room and she'd go in there and like click the keys on the keyboard and grab his legs and I'd have to like chase after her and she'd fall and cry and then they'd have to like mute the computer and I was like oh this is not working <laughs> so yeah I just moved him upstairs into his room this week yeah um and that's that's our reality right now um it's a little um a little crazy but it hasn't changed too terribly much. We were already sort of quarantined with three kids and a baby, you know? So, um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's like, we didn't go a ton of places anyway. Right. Mm-hmm. But now it's like, okay, well, I at least want the option to go somewhere. Right. It's like the car <laughs> yeah. picnic is no longer like the survival. It's just like fun. <laughs> and right. we're going to get out. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, with, <laughs> well, like what you were talking about with the sadness mm-hmm. and stuff, Last night, mm-hmm. you know, not knowing what they're feeling last night when I was putting Adeline to bed, she had a moment like she's been very emotional on and off about this. Um, same thing, missing her friends, you know, um, and she said, yeah. Mommy, will we get to hug people again? And oh I mean, God. it just hit me. I'm like, you know, this is like she's eight, um, eight and a half. Like I'm thinking, OK, she's dealing with this pretty well. And then when she asked that, I thought, oh, my goodness, no. Like there are some things that are really churning in her that I didn't even realize. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so, you know, I was mm-hmm. like, anytime, like you're wanting to give some extra hugs, like you give me those extra hugs, you know, for right now. Oh. And, and so she started hugging <laughs> me for all these people. Like she was listing these people, like her friend at school uh-huh. and her teacher and, you know, her grandparents. And I'm like, oh my gosh, hold it together, Caitlin, hold it together. You know, yeah. because, I mean, I think it's okay for her to see me, you know, with the tears, but I'm like, man, like it was just so raw. Like I just, I didn't, I didn't see it coming, you know? Uh, no, I mean, I think mm-hmm. that the older ones, especially they, they understand more than I think we realize yeah. and they're processing a lot more big feelings. Um, yeah. I, I even, I even forget the other day when we were going to a restaurant, I asked Scott, um, do you want to go in or do you want to take it out? And he just kind of looked at me with a blank <laughs> stare and I was like, what? And he said, we can't go in. And I was like, oh my God, <laughs> no wonder. I mean, our kids are like, can we go to the zoo? No. Right. Can we go to the park? No. Mm-hmm. Can we go to such and such's house? No. Well, can they come to our house? No. I mean, right. it, you know, and so it's crazy. And I saw someone on Facebook, they suggested to take a jar. And every time that your kid says, can we go to the zoo? And you say, no, like put it in the jar, oh, yeah. write it on a piece of paper and put it in the jar. And then when all this is over, just, you can dig in there, you oh, know, pick okay. one out and go do it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm curious, what are you telling your kids? Like, this wasn't even a planned question. This is just me asking <laughs> off the cuff. Like, what, what are you telling them? You know, yeah. like in all of this, how are you explaining this to them? Yeah. I, I mean, we've, our boys know that, you know, like there's, there's a virus and that basically we are staying away from places and away from people just to keep from getting it ourselves and to protect other people from getting it. Um, and honestly, they have not asked a ton of questions. Mm -hmm. I don't know if it's like a boy thing. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I don't know if it's just them, but, um, they've really amazed me with how 
I feel like how resilient they've been and just kind of going with it, like just really accepted it as their new reality. I mean, um, Holden has had, my oldest has had frustrations with school. Um, But otherwise, I think it also helps that they're close in age and they have each other as playmates at home. Um, So they keep each other busy and entertained, but we haven't had like super in-depth questions I do think that they still could be coming Mm -hmm. but they seem to grasp that you know we're staying away from places because we don't want to get sick and we don't want to make others sick I think that's so so interesting too especially with your all's dynamic you know if daddy's going to the ER and I know that they're used to that um but I think that's awesome like and goes to show like how calm you guys are keeping it you know that like they're still like you know it's just a pretty normal day other than we're stuck at home like (laughs) it's okay like yeah right yeah that's awesome yeah what about you guys um well go ahead Emily no it's okay you go ahead um well no I'm gonna say um a few times to get my thoughts together so you go (laughs) (laughs) well I was actually going to roll it into another question and ask with being home all day Bethany, and you said that the boys can kind of entertain each other a little <laughs> bit. Um, something that I have been processing quite a bit is like, I'm not here to entertain you. <laughs> like, that's not yeah. my job. Like I will give you opportunities to do fun things, but like my job here is not to facilitate the fun and you need to go play together. You need to go play by yourself. You need to go read some books. Like I can give you ideas. I am not the, you know, um, ringleader here. I mean, like mommy's got important things to do and I will play with you, um, at some points, but like my job here is not to play with you all day. Yeah. (laughs) Maybe I'm being too harsh, but I feel like that is my, that is how I have to protect my mental health being stuck with my kids all day, every day. I cannot play Barbies and Legos from sunup to sundown. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, for me. I had to do that one. Yeah, that was yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, I agree. I mean, and I need like people like me need you speaking that into us more because because I do. I like throw and I know you guys know. I just put so much guilt on myself over like how should I be spending my time right now? You know, and I get so Mm -hmm. anxious with okay, I need to be responding to student work, um, but you know. Adeline's asked me for help and, and, you know, and I I have struggled a lot with the fact that like, I feel like my eight-year-old at school, like, you know, she didn't need that much extra help and she's just constantly asking for help. So that's kind of been our thing of, would you ask your teacher for help right now? Or if your teacher couldn't answer you right now, what would you do? You know, like I'm trying to like lead her through this problem solving Mm -hmm. of like, figure it out. Like you don't need me holding Mm -hmm. your hand through everything. Um, yeah, Uh so I don't know. And then with Asher, like he will, like, it's almost like I need to guide him. Like you said, the opportunity, like guide him into it. Like, like I've been Mm -hmm. giving him these Lego challenges that I know he can do if I just get him started, you know, and it's Mm -hmm. been really good for him to like, just create in that way. It's like, he just needs a a job and a purpose with it, you know, and then he can move. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Yeah. But he's under the impression, like I should just get on target and order him new Lego sets, you know? And (laughs) and the other day he went and got (laughs) a complete Lego set. He's big into Legos. Went and got his one set he had done recently, a Star Wars one. He took it all apart and he said, mommy, get my tray out. So I got his little play tray he uses and he took it all apart on the tray 
and he got his book out to rebuild it. And I was like, dude, way to go. This is, this is what I need you to be able to do. Like not always asking for a new set, you know? And so it's been neat to see how their brains are adjusting. Like I'm seeing a little bit of fruit at this point, like Mm -hmm. around a month in, um, yeah, but well, at school they're constantly stimulated. Yeah, oh gosh. So, so right. when they're at home, they want to be constantly stimulated. Yeah. And right now, they're it's probably just now starting to wear off, like the new normal. Right. But I just want to speak to all mothers out here right now. <laughs> Three words: lower the bar. Yeah. Your standards <laughs> are too high. You do not have to do all the Pinterest activities. You do not have to. Um, recreate different lessons for your kids every single day because imagination or imaginative play playing on their own um, cooking with you just doing fun things like could literally be all you do and they're going to be perfectly fine it's just so easy to compare the people who are doing the curated lessons every single day and that's just not sustainable you cannot do that every single day and sustain are the life that we have right now there are no breaks there are no parks there's no play dates there's no museums or libraries like you if you start doing that now they're going to expect it and then how's it going to end yeah and we talk a lot about that <laughs> mm-hmm. on the education side of things like when we have our team meetings it's kind of like what can we sustain with this like we're talking about all these yeah. ideas and we could do a million things right now but like what do families really need and what can we really like can they keep steam with you know um, mm-hmm. just trying to scale it back, yeah. <laughs> you know, like yeah. take a nature walk versus like exactly extra worksheets, yes. you know, like just, I don't know. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's, that's really what good advice. You guys, Bethany? Um, I don't really remember what the original question was. Um, it was just, how do you entertain <laughs> the kids all day? Like, you know? Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, like I said, the boys, um, they, they play a lot together now, you know, it often ends in a fight or something isn't fair. And so then we have to deal with that and then they move on to something else. But, um, I think we are lucky, you know, that they entertain each other pretty mm-hmm. well. I feel like I have to entertain Phoebe the most, like sometimes she will go where they are and play, but, um, a lot of times she won't, or she's bugging them or messing up, you know, similar, similar to mm-hmm. Callie. Right. Um, so I, she's the one that I kind of struggle to keep entertained mm-hmm. because I really have to be interactive with her for her to be entertained most right. of the yeah. time. So, I mean, she's definitely done her share of movies and right. shows. Mm-hmm. And um, one thing she's really liking lately is Play-Doh and that will actually keep her busy Yay. for a while. So we've done Play-Doh and, you know, I'll go by and like, that's how we've kind of worked in like colors yeah. and stuff like that. Just through her playing with uh, Play-Doh or, or um, her magnetiles, you know, they're all different colors and, and counting with those things. Yeah. But um, so sometimes she just has to watch right. a show or something. You know, and I was thinking <laughs> earlier, I mean, we talk about the school age kiddos. I had this thought earlier, but like these preschool age kiddos, like their worlds are very different, you know, just mm-hmm. all of a sudden too. And I, I don't think we put as much thought into that in general, you know, Mm-hmm. Um, like, you know, yeah. Asher doesn't voice much, but it's like, I know that like, this is weird to him. Like all of a sudden he's been ripped from his friends and that really was the only time he was around them, you know? So, yeah, uh, I don't know. Molly yeah. just asked me the other day. She's like, can we not go to their house because they've got the virus? 
And yeah. it's like, no, I know it's so hard to understand, but it's like they might and not know it. Yeah. And they might give it to us. I mean, it's just, it's I so know. hard to explain to a four-year-old. Um, but, you know, that being said, I don't want it to come across like I'm this like stone cold mother that's like <laughs> entertain yourself. But I will say we've had much more intentional time together. There's been a lot more game nights and um, mm-hmm. movie nights with the family. We do a movie night every single Friday. It's pizza movie night. They pick out the movie. We order pizza every Friday night. It's we've been doing it for months and months and months. And it's something the kids look forward to. We will ask them um, questions like we'll do sort of like a round robin. And, um, so Carter will ask a question and we all have to answer it. Mm-hmm. And it could be like, if you could go anywhere in the world on vacation, where would it be? Or if you could only eat pizza or donuts for the rest of your life, <laughs> what would it be? And it's just mm-hmm. fun. Yeah. It's not, it's a way for us to like interact with our kids. That's not sitting down on the ground playing with toys because it, it doesn't matter what it is. We're playing wrong. Uh-huh. And they tell us that we're playing wrong. <laughs> And it's like, then just go play together. Yeah. I just can't. Yeah. Um, but praise the Lord. The weather has been pretty nice because being outside and going to the new property is like um, a godsend. Yes. Just being able to run and yeah. play outside. Yes. If it was in the middle of winter. Oh, I know. I mean, we have used the front yeah. porch as a classroom <laughs> like a lot, you know, when it was yeah. warmer. It's like we're noticing yeah. things on our property that we've never noticed before. You know, it just, mm-hmm. it's so neat to have that yeah. time. Yeah. And I think we're just not, you know, as tired at the end of the day. I mean, I'm sure some days we are. And Kate, the days that you teach, I'm sure that exhausts you in a special way. But just not from all the, yeah, like, running so around, true. you know. And so I feel like we have more energy, like, in the evenings yeah. to play games and stuff yeah. like and just, that. You know, yeah. that's what. That's what I've I agree. And just like. not having that anxiety of like the rush that's coming in the morning, you know, that it can yeah. be a little slower. And, yes. Um, I don't know. Like earlier we, when you were talking about teaching and being intentional, like we taught Asher how to put new garage or garage garbage bags into the garbage cans, you know, and we're, I was mm-hmm. like, oh, wow. Like, why are we just mm-hmm. not teaching him this? Because this is something that drives me crazy. Yeah. And he gets to do that now. Um, yeah. So I don't know. It is. Um, yeah. Because we usually we usually don't have the time to it's just easier and takes less time for yeah, us to exactly. do it ourselves exactly. you know you know and something that's else, actually oh yeah. go ahead go ahead go ahead Kate. well something else I was thinking about when we were talking about like how this has affected our kids and you know with Adeline she having you know the eight-year-old girl like it's a very odd time I mean you, it's like you can start to sense maybe some hormones are starting to <laughs> take mm-hmm. place and I'm sure it's all you know eight-year-olds but it's just you know, you've got the girl with the drama stuff with the girls. And it's like, I was seeing this almost crossover into bigger girl mentality here this year, mm-hmm. you know, it was breaking my heart and mm-hmm. it has been so neat to see how fast she has jumped back into just like that innocent play, you know, and just that mm-hmm. imaginative play. Mm-hmm. And I just, I don't know. I was thinking the other day, like what a gift that this is that like, she was teetering on the edge and she got to like, come back, you know? <laughs> Yeah, right. I'm thankful for that for her. That's true, Kate. That's a good point. Yeah. I've had a similar thought just just that, you know, we will never get, we will never get this time back with our kids. Like, they'll never be the ages that they are now. And we wouldn't have had this time with them. I mean, like, as far as I wouldn't have, my kids would have been, you know, my 
Holden and Brooks would have been in school Monday through Friday for seven hours every day. And I also had the thought the other day of like how I grieved them starting school, Mm -hmm. you know, and I thought like there will never be another March or April that they are home and they are yeah. not in school. Oh, rip my heart. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's so great. Well, and here we are and they and they are, yeah. you know, and like I would have never predicted that and not that I would wish for a virus right, to make that right. happen, but nonetheless it is yeah. what it is yeah. and we are getting extra time with them at the ages that they are right now that we wouldn't right. have otherwise. What a good point. I know that I love that so too. Good. I mean a couple of the things you guys have just said is why we've chose to homeschool this fall. And I know that's not for everyone, but this has been kind of like getting our feet wet with yeah, homeschool. Yeah. Definitely. I mean, who mm-hmm. knew that I would have this opportunity mm-hmm. to like try it out first. I mean, yeah. Um, yeah. Now it isn't quite the same because Carter's teacher is still teaching him like through a screen right. three days a week for four hours. So, I mean, it's still a lot coming from another person and we don't get to like go to co-ops or the library or have friends over or do anything besides just sit in front of a screen. So it is different, but I'm at least kind of getting an idea of what that, that dynamic will be like. And I'm enjoying the thought of not having those hurry, eat dinner, get a bath, put your backpack together, get your clothes out, hop in bed. We have to go to bed. And then the rush of waking up in the morning to like get them all out the door by seven o'clock. And yeah, I, I so, agree. Yeah. I am looking forward to the slower yeah. pace. Has anyone had know? that like, oh my goodness, um, it's just going to roll into summer. And then how do we do summer? Like <laughs> if this is, if this doesn't oh, change, yes. don't go there, Kate. I'm like, how do we, <laughs> you know what? No, yeah. Bethann and I are not going there because we have our <laughs> rose colored glasses on. And as of the end of May, okay. this virus will Let's be gone in the name pray. of Jesus. And we will have a normal Like, I'm sorry, I'm going to get off topic, but we were supposed to go to um, Pigeon Forge, like outside of Pigeon Forge. And Bethany, I know you were too for spring break. And, you know, we rented this cabin Mm -hmm. and and the thing Mm -hmm. was, you know, we were going to just get out into nature and we were going to have fires and we were going to just relax. And I told Justin the other day, I said, you know, as stinky as it is, it's, it's gotten postponed, like that's what we're getting to do right now. Like we don't need that cabin anymore, you know, to do those things. Like we are still yeah. getting that time. Yeah. We're craving. I mean, when I booked that, that's what I was craving, just stuck together, mm-hmm. you know, like mm-hmm. just enjoying nature, yeah. quiet. And here we yep. are. So it's very interesting. Well, you know, I think that that kind of leads me into another question that I wanted to talk about. And um, I want to know like, what is God teaching you in this season? What has he opened your eyes to? Um, you know, not necessarily all the good things that have come from it, but just something that he's, he's been saying to you. Um, yeah, go ahead, Bethany. I think it's, um, I think it's just, you know, rubber has met the road and, um, I've always said and thought that God was enough, you know, but I just feel like this has been, an opportunity to really realize that he truly is, um, you know, and I've, I think, you know, him being enough, what that looks like is, you know, having the joy and the peace and the hope through this. And that doesn't mean that I haven't had times of sadness or fear, but just that underlying hope, joy, peace, you know, fruits of the spirit, like it really is there. Like, I just keep thinking like, 
um, my anchor holds, you know, mm-hmm. like so it true. really does mm-hmm. hold. Um, yeah. Mine, yeah. Mine would be along you, those same lines. Um, but I feel like I have always struggled um, just with having that like true longing for heaven. Do you know what I mean? Like just, I think just being too comfortable mm-hmm. here. Um, and I mean, that's, mm-hmm. that's just, I mean, you know, mm-hmm. there's been ups and downs of course in my life, but until my grandma passed away um, a couple of years ago, like, um, I don't know. I, I hadn't opened my eyes truly to that, like that longing for heaven. And I have said to so many people, like, if this is just how it has to be, can Jesus just come on back? Like, I'm just ready for that. You know, like, uh-huh. like I just, and it's just that, like, mm-hmm. you know, it's not scary. It's not like the unknown that's like frozen me. Like I am just, I'm, I'm fine. Like it is well, that whole, it is well with my soul. Like, um, and then too, just mm-hmm. that urgency. Like, I feel like God's just really worked in my heart over that urgency of um just sharing the gospel with others like you know like this is for real Mm -hmm. you know like this like there is true heartache there's true pain like like there are things that are completely out of your control that could take your family away like you know that um and I know Mm -hmm. that but it just feels more raw right now so it's just that urgency of like I want everyone to know this hope like you talked about Bethany and that we have like Mm -hmm. because like you said it does hold like Mm -hmm. nothing else will hold but that that will hold us so that's kind of been been my main things Emily what about you yeah um I have noticed you know Okay. So for our family specifically, we have young kids. We aren't in sports. Um, I mean, we are, but not like travel teams and like playing all weekend, every weekend. And, you know, I don't really, I mean, we don't really have any like addictions or things that we're obsessed with. Like we just kind of like fly (laughs) below the radar, you know? And so I've kind of been coasting along, like everything's fine. We're fine. Like we don't have any glaring problems. Everything's fine. And I think that God has really exposed some things to me that I really did truly have as idols that I didn't necessarily think were idols. Um, And so that has been really interesting to me to kind of work through myself of like, okay, so now I've identified this as an idol. Now what? (laughs) And, Mm -hmm. um, you know, it's a process of finding what it is. I mean, we always talk about that. Remove the idols. Right. Okay. Easier said than done. Like it kind mm-hmm. of is a detox, you know, and I'll use an example is like mm. my me time. Well, <laughs> right now <laughs> there's no me time. Except right now, just hiding I mean, in, the, in the car. My right? me time. <laughs> yes. Yes. My mm-hmm. me time is like, um, got home and, the weather's nice and I get to go ride my bike outside yeah. for 30 minutes, you know, like that, that is therapeutic yeah. for me. But what I have found is mm-hmm. I get grumpy and grouchy when mama doesn't have her me time. And I'm an extrovert. I love my friends. I love going out with my friends. I love girls nights. I like being myself and it ties me to like a past life. It's like whenever I'm out and you know, I'm with my friends and the kids are at home in bed and my responsibilities aren't around me. It kind of like makes me long for the life that I used to have. And Mm. I don't like that feeling because that's not my Uh life anymore, but it kind of gives me this freedom that I just like is exhilarating to me. And so I like to have that me time. 
And so it's like, okay, I'm going to strip away your date nights. I'm going to strip away your girls nights. I'm going to strip away the time that you have by yourself because you're with your kids all day. And then you're going to see what it's like, you know, when, like you said, rubber meets the road, like, all right, (laughs) what am I going to do with no me time? Um, so I, and I'm not saying that God did that. I'm not saying that he stripped those things away from me. I'm just saying like, he has revealed to me that my, um, just as an example, that that's something that I have struggled with. And so I'm, I'm working through that right now. That's not, um, you know, that's not something that I have figured out completely. It's something this quarantine has revealed to me. Um, and I, I mean, I don't even really have an answer. That's just something that he has, he has shown me. And honestly, just maybe that, like, I know that my faith is solid. Like I believe in God, obviously. I mean, I have a podcast to tell people about God, but it'd be really easy for me to put on a performance and say that like everything in my life is squeaky clean and perfect. And, um, you know, it's not, and I still have a lot of like dirty, icky things that I have to like trudge through and figure out, um, to be a better wife and mother and friend. And, you know, this, this has definitely been an opportunity for him to reveal those to me. So, um, gosh, got real long. I love that. I just think that's amazing (laughs) Um, that you're putting that all together. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, Mm -hmm. I mean, I told you guys earlier that, um, at the beginning of the year, it was, it was January for sure. Um, we were trying to decide if we were going to homeschool our kids, which was a huge decision. Um, we had just purchased a farm and we still had our current home still do (laughs) another story. Um, so (laughs) we had all of this like going on at one time and it felt heavy, but, um, I felt God tell me, (laughs) brace yourself. And, you know, at the time it made sense because it's like, yeah, I'm buying a farm. I'm thinking about homeschooling my kids. It's going to be hard work. But now looking back on that, I'm like, oh, (laughs) I wish I would have wrote that down. I wish I would have told someone because (laughs) when things like that happen, it's like, I know that was a direct word from God. I need to brace myself. I mean, like you said, drop the anchor. I need to be anchored in right now because it's about to get rocky. And, um, I think that I just want to like encourage other people that if you feel something like that, like if you feel like God has put something on your heart or he has given you a specific word or, um, he's given you like a vision of something, write it down, tell somebody because there's so much power and weight in that. Like, Because I did not tell anyone, it's really easy for people to be like, oh, I'm sure, I'm sure he told you that. (laughs) I believe you. um, (laughs) You know, I mean, I know you do. But think about if it was a non-believer. And I had this notebook full of journal entries of things that I felt like God had told me um, that I could show them later. Like, this is real. Mm -hmm. This is real life stuff. Like, um, I just thought that was such a gift. That, I mean, he, it's like, I don't know. I just feel like he almost kind of like told me beforehand, like this year's going to suck <laughs> yeah. real bad. Ready, girl. <laughs> I'm going to need you to hold on you tight, know, girl. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This isn't going to go as smoothly as you think right. it might. Um, I had a time one time where God gave me this like statement 
And I jumped on, I think it was Instagram and like drew it on the screen real fast with my finger, you know, like wrote it real fast, took a screenshot, didn't even share it there, but Uh like kept it in my photos. And I thought, okay, because it's like, I just had to, it was Mm -hmm. one of those like that. Like I just had to get it down because I thought there's, that was for sure God. And I have no idea what he's talking about. (laughs) Like, you know, so it was neat to, Mm -hmm. if nothing else, Mm -hmm. whatever's at your fingertips. I love that. Just like get it down. Just right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Get it down. Speak it and out. I'm sure it's in a chat book somewhere because, you know, yeah. I never was... edit that. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Was that no, awakened, well, that Kate? Was another one. Um, no, it was the You May Go. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. And I think, oh, I yeah. Oh, God. Because that. we had a lot of changes, Emily, like in 20, 2019, I guess. Yeah. Like, kind of like you guys, but we just, you know, mm-hmm. with Justin's job change, and I went to less hours of work, and I don't know, there were just some other things, um, and yeah, so it was like, yeah. I saw, and I'm like, okay, I think that this is what God meant, like, oh, we did a church change, too, like, there's just been a lot that, like, yeah. you know, for the outside person, they're like, okay, like, but, like, there's just a lot of heavy under every one of those topics, you know, so, so, yeah. For sure. hmm Yeah. Okay, so... What are you guys doing to relax, to chill out, to laugh? Bethany, what are you doing? <laughs> um, well, like you were kind of saying with your me time, like telling Scott to watch the kids and go ride your bike or something. That's basically mm-hmm. been my me time as well. Um, where, I mean, you know, we just kind of tag out if, if Sean is home. And um, I've been actually Caitlin's been doing this too, but we've been doing couch to 5k. Um, so yeah, <laughs> just walk jogging just around my yard, cross country style. Yeah. I'm, like people are driving by. Yeah. <laughs> people are driving by and I'm like out there running around my pond. I'm, it's not weird I've anymore, never seen okay? anyone doing <laughs> that, but <laughs> no. Yeah. yeah. Everything's out the window. <laughs> yeah. I had the thought the other day that we have new neighbors across the road from us. Um, we can't actually see their house, but like, I see them come, um, down the driveway and stuff. And I thought they're probably thinking, oh gosh, this lady, oh this lady gosh. can't go to her gym no, anymore. So she's down the road. I haven't gotten to meet. And we've just now know through our next door neighbor that she's a young mom, you know, and she's got a like toddler and a baby and I'll see her like out and I'm like, I wonder what mm-hmm. she's doing. I wonder if she's just taking a moment for herself. Like I just, I just keep like watching her. And just yeah. Thinking yeah. About, hmm, wonder what she's doing. <laughs> yeah. But I will say that like my normal workouts are um, more like boot camp style or a more like weight strength training, resistance mm-hmm. training. And I still like that, but I just haven't been able to get there during mm-hmm. this. Um, and I think a lot of that for me is accountability. Like I like to go to boot camp where there's other people or I go to personal sessions. So my trainer is there mm-hmm. and she's making me do it. And we're talking to each other. Yeah. I have such a hard time motivating myself um, for that, like strenuous. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. But like the couch to 5K, walking and jogging, I'm outside, breathing fresh yeah. air. I have a podcast on you know, like that has felt good to me, like freeing and not like something that I dread. And so I think, you know, I would want to encourage people to think outside the box a little bit. And maybe if you don't feel like doing what you usually do, there's something with similar benefits, but different, you know, that you will enjoy more during this time. 
Yeah. And that's not to say that all me time is bad. I think that I want to make sure that everyone realizes that I mean, like I was idolizing it to the point that like, if I didn't get it, I was a grouch, you know? And so I do think that having that time to yourself um, emotionally (laughs) is, um, is good for mental health. Like, I think we all need it and it looks different for each person um, just to get through the day. Just to have a minute. Yeah. Yeah. What about um, you, Kate? So people that really know me are going to hear this and be like, she's doing what? Like, <laughs> I feel like I'm having an identity <laughs> crisis in quarantine. Um, and then I'm like, was that always inside mm-hmm. of me? I don't know. But because um, it mm-hmm. was maybe there, <laughs> but not really. Like, I don't know. Um, so I, I mentioned my grandma that passed away a couple of years ago. Like, she was just the most amazing cook. Just baked all the time like everything was from scratch you know perfect meringue on her pies like you know just that woman and I got so much spunk Mm -hmm. and personality from her but I I just didn't get all that (laughs) like that that amazingness of the homemaking and the I don't know um (laughs) but anyway so I have been like cooking biscuits from scratch I have been making bread that turns out like maybe one out of every three loaves is really good um, but like homemade brownies, like from scratch, <laughs> everything, you know, not just, I know, like this is Look not me, you. Like, for the mix, not from the box, <laughs> like actually get all the other ingredients out. And, um, and so my friend, um, Sherry, she is really good about this. And so I have been texting her constantly. Like, she's like my, just, I don't know, my like Google, you know? So, <laughs> and so the other night yeah. I, um, saw <laughs> a picture of my, my dough and I was like, what is going on? This does not look like it's supposed to. Um, and I was like, I let it sit in the fridge all night long. Um, and I could have sworn the recipe said, put it in the fridge, like to sit and rise. So she's like texting me kind of like, just like speeding me, you know, like, okay, yeah, I don't know. I'm not sure. Well, all of a sudden she FaceTimes me. And the first thing she says to me is, why did you put it in the fridge? And I was like, I don't know. So it was just a really funny moment because I know how natural this is for her. And I'm like, I don't know if I'm supposed to. Yeah. Like, I just, but it's just been, I know, it's just been oh, freeing to so me good. because it's one of those things that I've like, I haven't attempted because I knew I couldn't get it perfect, like, or just right, you know, and mm-hmm. I knew I would have to like wobble yeah. through it. And so that's been very freeing to me. Um, yeah. And let's see, the other thing is working on a really large puzzle. I never was a puzzle person, um, but I told Justin, mm-hmm. I think it's because I can rest, but also have like a purpose, you know, <laughs> like I know that there's an end goal with yeah. that, like sitting there, but it's been very therapeutic. It's a beach one that I'm working on right now. Um, of course, the couch to 5k um, and we're just really enjoying, like we've got 12 acres, so we're just really enjoying roaming on our land. Um and when I've done some yeah. of my couch to 5k, I'm like running, you know, on some of my, our, our backyard too. So that's been just watching like the layers of the blooms, you know, like really noticing like that tree bloomed mm-hmm. yesterday and this tree bloomed today, you know, just, I don't know. It's like, I know. <laughs> Slow down like, and I watch just, the blooms. I, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's all Stop been and really, smell the flowers. really therapeutic for me. So what about you, Emily? Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> okay. I feel like I need to put a disclaimer with this. Um, I do not condone the use of this app. We think we know where you're going. <laughs> but, but I will say humor has got me through this quarantine. 
Um, I have been watching lots and lots of TikTok <laughs> and sending videos. us some really good ones. <laughs> yeah, as well as Listen. memes, just hilarious memes that are yes. going to get mm-hmm. us all through this. Those Andy um, memes. Mm-hmm. But I do want to say, just like anything else, the devil can seep his way into anything that could cause anything to be good and um so tiktok Mm -hmm. is full of a lot of garbage um but i will say once you have kind of filtered through some of it there is some funny i mean hold your stomach crying out loud laughter um from these videos so that yeah. has been that's been funny to me. Um, Scott and I like to watch like comedy specials and stuff on Netflix, and um, we have a couple um, favorites that I follow on Instagram, and I like to watch them. Um, I just I have to find the humor in it. I have to find the humor in the everyday. I have to be silly with the kids. I have to find the fun because if I don't, I just <laughs> will turn into a witch. Um, I mean, really. It's yeah. like I get too serious and things are too serious. And then my kids feel it. And I think just mm-hmm. our family as a whole feels it. But when things are just lighter and you're finding the fun and the joy in things, gosh, things, life is so yeah. much more enjoyable. <laughs> um, and I have been yeah. exercising too. That's helped. I feel like um, riding my bike or in indoor or outdoor doing a workout, like physically, burns the anxiety away and um you know I've seen (laughs) believe it or not a meme that was like there's two people that are going to come out of this and like one person was like holding a potato chip (laughs) bag with like grease on their shirt and the other one was like came out all like jacked like these big muscles because in quarantine all they did was work out and I'm somewhere in between because I really (laughs) like chips (laughs) Yeah, I'm going to yeah. some late night snacking. Um, I'm going to really regret. <laughs> Can mm-hmm. I tell you my favorite late yeah, night that... snack right now? Um, mm-hmm. Okay, so, you know, I can't have dairy or gluten. So I have found the Enjoy Life dark mm. chocolate chips, and they're mm-hmm. delicious. <laughs> yes, they are. Um, I melt them, and then I cut up a banana. And I do chocolate-covered bananas. And if I'm feeling a little frisky, <laughs> I'll put some peanut butter with it. Um, but that's only when yeah. I'm, like, su- seriously craving some richness. It's, like, I want yep. I want it all. So, yeah. Um, so. Can you have popcorn? Uh, well, I'm not supposed to. I can't have corn either. Okay. I was going to say, because I used oh, to take cool. those Enjoy Life chocolate chips and like put them oh on top goodness. of my freshly popped popcorn yeah. so it gets a little That's melty cool. but now i, I do it with m ms which is way worse <laughs> i know <laughs> well i i use skinny pop popcorn yeah. <laughs> but i put m ms in it so sounds really good for the listeners who are probably like why can you not eat any food um it's from hormone <laughs> testing that i had done and a food sensitivity test and there's a whole slew of things I cannot eat, and it's taken the joy out of my life. But <laughs> you're <laughs> kidding, kidding. Yeah. I have found Sounds like you're finding your way around. You've handled it. Yeah, Dang. I feel like you've handled that way better than I would have. <laughs> I think it's my Enneagram 3 ness because it's like, okay, here's a task, yeah. and I can do this, you know? And, 
Yeah. I either do it all the way or I don't do it at all. So, um, yeah. how have you found oh, I... your Enneagram affected by this? Oh. Okay. Am I going to start? <laughs> you guys know my, like, identity crisis that Bethany and I think will still not accept maybe, <laughs> but, um, <laughs> yeah, so I've been reading the road back to you, which it, a disclaimer, it might totally wreck what you think you are. And that's what it's done. Like I thought I was a two wing one. Um, but then I, and I said that and said that and said that, but I have read it and now I'm like, no, I'm pretty certain I'm a one with a strong two wing. Um, and it just, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I just I resonated to a lot more in the chapter with the one than the two. Um, it's very blurry, but, um, but regardless of which one, this was, this is still me. Um, just, I, I headed into quarantine with, okay. I've got to come up with a plan. I've got to come up with a schedule. This is how it's going to be. The schedule I started out with is still hanging up in the kitchen that we have not looked at since like the third day, you know, of quarantine. <laughs> like, you know, like I'm going to put this head on with a system. Like that's kind of how my brain attacks problems. Um, and once I get a system in place, then mm-hmm. I'll be good. Like rolling into virtual teaching, whatever everybody calls it, like if I, I felt like, okay, if I can just get a system to this, I'll be good. But until I felt like I had my system down, I was a bear. Like Justin was like, Halen, this is consuming you. You've got to take a step back. Like I was the one like, you know, working until late, late. And that's just not me. Um, so I have calmed down from that. (laughs) And I feel like I'm just really trying to embrace, like, this does not have to be black or white. Like it can be gray. Um, I'm not going to do this perfect and that's okay. You know, like the house is messy and Mm -hmm. I really like a clean house, um, but that's okay. We're living here, you know? Um, So that's kind of how I've seen Mm -hmm. it play out for, for me. Bethany, Mm -hmm. what about you? Um, well, I've had a lot of identity (laughs) crisis with the Enneagram. (laughs) And what's funny about Kate changing to a one is that, um, there was a point in time not too long ago that I had right. told her that I wondered if I was right. a one, like I was thinking maybe I was a one. Um, but now the more she's talked to me about it and sent me some stuff from the book, I feel like <laughs> I'm coming around to your identity change. Um, no. it's just that we were both too. We're both so, you know, it was so a thing. <laughs> but in different ways. <laughs> yeah, I, I think, yeah, I think we are. Um, but as I still think that I'm a two with a strong one wing. But anyway, so the way I have seen that play out is basically that I just <laughs> wonder about my friends at all times mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, want to talk to them all, all the time. And, um, you know, I've sent gifts to, I think, all of my close friends <laughs> and probably some that aren't even so close. <laughs> oh, my gosh. She is um, whether it be for their you know, for their birthday or just because, um, and I, it's just, you know, it's kind of hard to serve people or to help people in this time. Um, so I don't know. I, I still don't feel like I found the best way for that. And, you know, my, my critical one and two is like thinking that I should be doing more for people and how can I do that and all of that. But, um, I don't know. That's probably what I would say. What about you, Emily, and your three? Threes are achievers. There's (laughs) not a whole lot to achieve right now. So yeah, um, everything's kind of been put to a halt for me. Um, 
So I have discovered that threes go to a nine in stress and which is funny mm-hmm. because my husband's a nine and um, nines are super chill, very laid back, like nothing really ruffles their feathers. Everything's fine. And um, so what I have found is that even though I, I'm not like super stressed out. I mean, I have a lot of reasons to be stressed out that I haven't, haven't even talked about in this episode, but um, there's a lot of stress on my life. But even though I'm not like showing that, I guess internally, my body is subconsciously feeling it. And so mm-hmm. I turn into like a hermit crab and um, I just like shut out everyone. And it's, it's more, it almost kind of feels like a um, protective mechanism for myself. Like, I, I cannot handle one more thing right now, you know? So I just shut it off. Like if I pick up my phone and have two missed calls, voicemail, um, 16, uh, boxer messages, eight text messages. I mean, like, I'll just like put my phone away and walk away because I like, yeah, it's just too much, (laughs) you know? Yeah. Um, or, you know, if someone's calling me and needs something or like, I have a bunch of bills and things sitting on my counter that I need. Uh, that needs my attention, like immediately, I would rather just like sit down on the couch and um, <laughs> not do any of it, <laughs> which is funny yeah. because that's yeah. not me at all. Like I am. <laughs> that's me. Yeah. <laughs> well, I am the type that's like, well, if it's there and it needs to be done, yeah. then do it. Like there's no lag time. It's like, if there is a task and it needs to be done, then let's just do it so it can be done. And so that's been very very interesting to me to see how I've reacted to all of this because instead of like (laughs) being like all right I'm gonna like put together a serving opportunity for everyone to do from home like instead of doing something like Mm -hmm. that I've really kind of retreated and that's been against what I thought my personality was so uh it's been interesting I I, yeah I do want to say another thing about being a two something else that I have done though that I temporarily forgot about as I started an online Bible study. So yeah, that is giving yeah. me a way to help people the entire time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it is for them, but let's be honest, it's also for myself right. because I need to be helping people. Yeah. You <laughs> so like that. It's been, the, if you it's been really me, good. If you told me that you needed to switch, you thought you were a one, I'd be like, <laughs> no, there's no way. Like Kate being a teacher, I can understand how like the systematic, like one, I can, I get it. Um, but like you are so too. That like, <laughs> I think that you might be in her book that she's reading right now. Like your picture is in yes. the book with the number two. Um, so what are you guys doing to help others right now? Like not necessarily outside of your home, but like in your home too. Like what, what's something that you all are doing to serve? Um, let's see. We started out this season. Um, there was an opportunity at a local church to um, make some snack bags for kiddos. Um so I jumped onto Amazon mm-hmm. Prime, you know, and, and try to get a lot of the big box type things and had success that early in the game, thankfully. And so we did a bunch of those little bags. Um, and then um, it's been nice because since I'm not an actual classroom teacher, I have the small groups that, you know, the classroom teachers are pretty much locked to their kids all day. Um, and so um, as an intervention team recently, we got to go and deliver um blessings in a backpack to some kiddos and so we did it socially distant style on the school buses and um yeah yeah oh, that's so, cool I didn't um, know you our that. school always does blessings in a backpack um and they go home with kids every Friday and what's cool is about that is that Adeline 
helps with that on her um, during her recess time with a friend on Fridays. And so, you know, she couldn't do it. And she was really sad. And I'm like, you know, mommy's going to go do it. Like, you know, I get to do it this time. And um, it was just cool. The bus drivers were like, you know, just they were great because they drove us around and then they um, like we got to actually go up and knock on the door and socially just, you know, distantly drop it. Um, so that really filled my heart early on. Um, we haven't really done anything else since then, but it's like you said, it's kind of been more of that. Okay. How can I serve my family? Um, you know, and of course I'm still got my ears perked, like you said, Bethany, and like, where can I help now? You know, and I feel like, um, it's come in waves of like, just reaching out to people online. Um, like I've gotten some messages from some people that I haven't talked to in forever that will just say something like, I love your post. Thanks for posting such encouraging things or, you know, and it's just a reminder of like Aww. what I don't see a whole lot. Like I'm just sharing. Cause I just like to share that, like, you know, God's got a purpose in this and he can yeah. use it. Um, so it's been neat yeah. to see the fruit of that. Yeah, absolutely. What about you, Bethany? Um, so one thing that I did that kind of came up with um, was to <laughs> just start Venmoing, um, sending a little bit of money on Venmo to like nurses that I know um, or other people in the healthcare field. Or I even did a couple that I just knew from their posts that they were just a, still essential workers, like still working and could tell that they had some stress along with that you know um and you know just like five dollars and say get yourself a treat or get yourself a coffee or whatever um and that was really well received and you know I just wanted to let them know we're thinking about them and we're thankful for them and just perk up their day um and that was an easy way to do it you know um and then I've also come across a couple of organizations online I can't think of the name of one of them, but it was um, from somewhere in Uganda and um, coronavirus was about to hit there. And so there's a, you know, a place that already suffers majorly from poverty. Um, and, you know, they live in villages all close together and um, they were sharing an opportunity to give money for um, hand washing stations to be purchased to like be put in in the village there so a few of those things have you know come around and I think if when we see those things if we can just share them out you know um because as we've talked about before like with the nursery project and um I think Caitlin with your mom too we talked to her with her about this just that people want to help they just need the opportunities put in front of them and so I think you know it's up to us to act on those opportunities and also to share them um, and then just praying to praying for people I know who are struggling and, you know, healthcare and just, um, for healing, a cure, eradication, mm-hmm. you know, whatever mm-hmm. of the virus itself. Um, yeah. What about you, Emily? Well, I totally copycat, copycatted Bethann and did the, um, healthcare worker <laughs> Venmo money thing. <laughs> um, <laughs> because I thought that was a great idea. And, um, I just picked, you know, people that I knew that were in the healthcare field and that was very well received. Um, and I've done little things like that don't even have to do with a monetary donation. Like I've called my grandparents to see if I can pick something up at the grocery store for them or, um, 
we roasted a whole turkey on um, Easter and our family does not need an entire turkey. So I took some food to my grandparents and wiped it down and <laughs> left it on their front porch and waved from a distance. And, um, mm-hmm. and um, we, let's see, what else have we done? Um, oh, on, on Easter, actually, we egged some people's That's houses. So <laughs> <laughs> um, we, well, our cousins that we weren't going to be able to see on Easter um, we filled some eggs just with like candy and like quarters and the kids wrote little pictures and notes and stuck them inside the eggs. And we went and like dumped <laughs> eggs all over their yard. And, Aww. um, we stuck a note on the door that was like, you know, we're sad that we couldn't be with you. Um, but you know, we wanted to, um, egg your yard or whatever. And we left one empty and said, you know, don't be alarmed if you find one empty, it's oh, a symbol of awesome. the empty tomb. And it's a good lesson for the kids too. So instead of like getting up and immediately doing an Easter egg hunt for them, we went and did that for other people. And like, we explained to them, like, see how much joy you get for doing things for other people and how exciting that was, you know, um, just a good lesson for them. Um, we still have our small group we're meeting on zoom. Um, it's been a little bit harder to do that, but you know, Mm -hmm. I I told him, I said, we have to power through because it's going to be really easy for us to come up with excuses to not meet when we're doing it Mm -hmm. on our computer at home. So like Mm -hmm. we have to cling to this and power through. Um, and I mean, I think that's really it. I mean, we've, you know, like when, when I have a shipped shopper get my groceries, like I will tip them a little bit more than I would have because they were just in the store for me. Um, but for most, for the most part, I've really kind of been focusing more on just family. Like how can I, serve my family better? How can I be in a better positive attitude for them? And, um, you know, just to be happier mom for everyone and to show up and to make meals and to, um, help with homework. And, you know, I think that a lot of times we dismiss those little things, but, you know, keeping Mm -hmm. on top of the laundry and, um, you know, catering to the baby that's teething and feeding the dog, Mm -hmm. like all of those are serving and, serving our family well and not grumbling <laughs> as the first I love minute. how you mentioned so, like the um, for sure yeah. you know just the serving your family because we early on I had forgotten I was going to mention this we had a couple like my aunt and then my uncle on two different sides they both had birthdays um here recently and so you know with my aunt she's in mm-hmm. Tennessee and she's quarantined you know by herself she's um a single lady by herself mm-hmm. and um you know we did a four-way like Facebook messenger video with her you know to sing happy birthday to her and then my uncle we did like a you know driveway kind of parade for him you know so it has been fun to see like how can we get creative and and I had those thoughts like I we wouldn't I mean we would have celebrated but like we wouldn't have been I don't feel like it's intentional you know with how we did it um right so and it's just to be able to drop in the middle of the day and go do something like that so we yeah, are very I mean, fortunate. Go ahead, Bethany. Oh, I was just—I was just thinking when you said that, like, you know, yeah, normally exactly. we might just send a card, <laughs> you know, but we could do a right? drive-by know, parade right? all the time. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's just been so fun to think about how can we love on people. Yeah, even businesses have gotten super creative. I like how everyone has had to completely twist how yeah. they think and yeah. get creative. Um, mm-hmm. you know, with stuff like that too. Um, and yeah, that's another thing is I've, I've supported a few local small businesses. I mean, you can call it shopping <laughs> Support, or you can call right. it supporting them. I mean, you too, but it has happened. Dinners. 
We're like, what yeah. business do you want to support? You today? know, my mom has a <laughs> yeah. small business. Of course, she's been on the podcast. Um, but she was seeing recently a lady like she has a socially distant way that people can pick up what they buy online. Um, or she will just, like she said, mm-hmm. she runs it out and sits it next to their car, you know, and runs back in. Um, but mm-hmm. this lady recently, she left some cash and she said, I, you know, I've paid and, um, and, um, it's, you know, included some tax and mom's like, okay, like, let me go get you some, some change. And she's like, no, no, no. Like she just left the extra cash. And like my mom said, like, you know, it's just so sweet to think about how, like she, my mom felt bad holding on to that extra cash. And I was like, nope, you've got to accept that. Like that blessed her to be able to bless you, you know? And, um, so that really stuck yeah. out to her. Yeah. I just thought that was so sweet. Yeah, that is super sweet. Um, but what I was going to say before was just how fortunate we are to have the technology to be able to sit here and record a podcast to go out to hundreds of people and to open up Voxer and send a message to a friend or Marco, Marco Polo and see our friends or FaceTime. Um, just that we live in an age that we're able to access the technology to do that and to keep us connected in that way. Um for us specifically, mm-hmm. I have a new niece in Tennessee that I have not met yet, and I don't know when I will meet her because of all of this. So we have been utilizing FaceTime and text messages and everything to see her grow and pictures of her and videos. And um, it's mm-hmm. absolutely gut-wrenching every time I get a picture because um, it just is like the sting of, okay, you can't meet her yet. You can't meet her yet. Um, but obviously her health is more important mm-hmm. than me getting to meet her. So we're not going to jeopardize that. And um, so we are just truly thankful for the technology as bad as it can be. And as addicting as it can be, like there has been a lot of good in that recently. And I'm very thankful for it. Mm -hmm. So, well, guys, um, I have gotten a text (laughs) from Scott saying that Callie's awake and she needs Motrin and she's teething. So I'm going to go rescue him, but I've had so much fun with this. And I think that we should do this I agree. like all the time, like once a month, <laughs> we just this. need to chat just like coffee talk. Good for the soul. Yeah. Yes. Well, it really is. Um, anything else you want to add in before I end this oh, episode? I've got nothing. Hmm. Yeah. Peace be with you. <laughs> Amen. And also with you. <laughs> I love it. I love you girls so much. And yeah, I'll probably talk to you tomorrow. Love you girl. Thanks for joining us on the show today. We hope that you have been encouraged by the story that you just heard. Our heart is that the more you share our podcasts, the more we can proclaim God's glory and we can inspire others to live on mission right where they are. We challenge you to notice people around you and be the hands and feet of Jesus. Please subscribe to, share, and rate our podcast. Do you or someone you know have a story that we could share? Send us a message at glorytellerspodcast at gmail.com. You can also find us on Instagram to further the encouragement and details for upcoming shows at Glorytellers. And as always, don't forget to check out the show notes for more resources. See you next time. Thank you.